Mike Birbiglia, we're so happy to have you today. Uh, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, so your new movie, Don't Think Twice, is set in the world of comedy. Your characters are, are members of an improv troupe. Uh, what got you onto this idea? <laughs> it was after, so my first film was called Sleepwalk With Me. I directed it and I had never directed a movie before. And um, I realized that basically that there's no training for directing a feature film. Like you can go to film school, you can read all the books, but ultimately you just have to do it and sort of learn the hard way and try and fail and that kind of thing. And then a lot of what got me through it, actually, I realized in retrospect was what I'd learned from improv when I was a freshman in college. And, you know, the principles at the beginning of the movie, like don't think, and it's all about the group, you know, um, and say yes, you know, saying yes to everything. And that was sort of what got me through directing. And, and, and so I went back to doing more improv at UCB theater in New York city and then eventually I came up with this idea, like, what about an improv group where, you know, somebody sort of gets the break that everybody wants. They get on like the Saturday Night Live type of show. And then, then what happens? <laughs> you know, like to me, it has sort of <laughs> infinite possibilities because, um, you know, it's something that happens all the time. It happens in comedy. It happens in sports. It happens in bands, you know, like any kind of group somebody gets the thing that everybody wants and it feels bad. <laughs> and I feel like I've been, I feel like I've been on both sides of that. I feel like I've had some success and then I feel like I've been the person watching my friends get successful. And, and I think it's, I just thought, yeah, I can see all sides of that dilemma. I mean, this movie focuses a lot on, on friendships and, and, and failure. And, you know, what do you get when, you get the thing that you've always wanted. I have to ask though, what's it like yeah, to write? Sure. A, what's it like to write a movie about failure? That's not something that people so easily embrace. I don't know. I mean, it, that's actually what what interested Ira Glass, who was uh, who's the producer of the movie. Is it, once the movie became about failure, he was like, oh. I've never seen that movie. You know, you've seen the movie about the successful comedian, the successful artist, the successful athlete, but, but I've never seen a movie about realizing, like, maybe I don't have it. I don't have the thing. Which, 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 Ira, which Ira points out is the more common experience in life, actually. I, I'm curious, is there a creative crisis, a, a moment that for you personally that that kind of helped helped feed the the themes in this film you know how how it progressed when you were writing it uh, in some ways it's it's you know when I, I didn't realize this at the time when i was writing it but when you look back i go oh this is this is me eight years ago in some ways like it's um like eight years ago i had a sitcom deal to make a sitcom for cbs based on my life and i thought like this is a dream come true like it, it's all happening and then it it didn't get picked up for air like we made a we shot a pilot and then it, when it didn't happen I was crushed and I had nothing and then when I had nothing I started working on my own solo projects like my one person show which became sleepwalk with me and my next one person show my girlfriend's boyfriend and then the sleepwalk with me became a movie independent movie and then and then you know I, I just started doing all these things on my own and I realized I was I realized that that's what I was meant to do. Like I actually wasn't meant to be on a sitcom. And, and as a matter of fact, since then, since I've had a lot of success on my own, I've gotten a lot of phone calls from networks saying, we want to make a sitcom with you. And I'm, I'm, I've actually had the opportunity to say like, no, that's not, that's not really what I want to do. Even at, there was a time where I wanted that. And I, 
It's not now. Uh, writing and and stand up comedy uh, are are very solitary pursuits. It's it's you, the artist, creating mm-hmm. this thing, and, and then. Uh, uh, putting it out there, but w- at the same time, you know, movie making might be the most uh, collaborative pursuit. I mean, was is it difficult to kind of bounce back and forth between th- those two ways of working? It's very hard. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's uh, nearly impossible. And that's why most movies are terrible. <laughs> um, the uh, it's true. No, it's it's what whenever I will say, like whenever I love movies. Whenever you see a movie that's great you should know that it's a miracle that it was great because everything is against it. I mean, everything is against making essentially a 90 minute piece of work that is satisfying and you're introducing characters, you're living in their shoes and their conflicts and you're laughing, you're crying and it comes to some kind of resolution at the end. If that works in 90 minutes, it is a miracle. You you come across in your comedy and on screen as as a very sincere person, you know, like like this is the the real Mike Barbiglia that uh, that we're we're, <laughs> we're meeting here. Uh, is there a lot of daylight between you as a, as a, as a human being and uh, Mike Barbiglia, the the performer? Whenever you're performing anything, you're performing a variation on who you are, you know, it's, it's, it, it can't be precisely you and, and, you know, you're performing, it's, it's an, it's an unnatural situation. Like even, you know, when people come see me at the Carolina theater or wherever, it's like, it's just, it's me talking to a thousand people at once. It's not, it's not necessarily exactly like being in my living room. Well, and and not to say that other comedians or or performers are are being insincere. I, I don't think that's true. But I, I guess, uh, do you think comedy could use a little more heart? I mean, everybody I've talked to, you know, leading up to this interview is uh, they've kind of pointed that out. Mike Birbiglia is you know just has has a little more heart. Well, I think heart. I think heart is underrated in this culture, and I think that cleverness is overrated. I think cleverness is one of these things that. I feel like if you want cleverness, you should go to Princeton and hang out because there, because there's like six thousand people who are more clever than you or me or anyone we know, you know. But but I think that heart is one of those things that there's never really enough of. I, I always say like we've been I've been traveling around doing sort of improv workshops with different improv theaters across the country. I always say to to you know young creators and writers and directors as, uh, and improvisers like just. All you have to give is yourself, you know, when you're making something. Because that's, that's the thing that you have. That's the, that's the only thing you have that nobody else has. Everybody else can, you know, a com- they, they have computers that can make jokes. <laughs> you know what I mean? That can, <laughs> that can kind of entangle and mix up words in a non sequiturish way that'll make you giggle. But... But, you know, only you can tell your story and only you can tell people how you really feel secretly. I always say, like, you're not you're not you're not doing anything unless you're telling people your secrets. Did you always consider yourself a funny person? I did. But America did not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, I mean, certainly my friends in middle school did not. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I always thought I was funny secretly when I was a kid. I, I was always confused by why people didn't think so. <laughs> I was always like, well, I was always like, what I'm saying is so insightful and hilarious, and people are like, "You're a loser," you know. And so that's one of the things about sort of that was exciting about when I got into college and I was cast in the improv group and I started doing stand up and all this stuff, and people thought I was funny the way I had always thought I was funny, but no one else really agreed and. I don't know. I think that that's something about maturity that's kind of an upside is you start to, you know, you start to be able to pick your friends a little bit more, too. Like, you start to, like, you know, when you're a kid, it's just your friends or whoever's around. You know, the person who lives next door or the person who has the who has the volleyball or whatever, <laughs> like who has the basketball. And then, uh, and then, you know, you go to college and you're like, oh, I don't. I don't want to hang out with these people, but I like hanging out with these people. And I feel like in some ways, comedies like that, too. Mike Barbiglia's new movie, which he wrote, directed and stars in, is Don't Think Twice. Uh, Mike, it's been an absolute honor. Thank you so much for, for making time for us. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be on the program. <laughs>